Yo, 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 it's your boy Brentley, aka the virtuoso himself, aka one part king, two parts genius, the rest is just vibes and good looks. What's happening? What's good, bro? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. How are you, bro? I'm all good, my brother. I'm all good. Oh, I'm Ezra, the guy. Yeah. Just so y'all know. <laughs> Ezra the guy. Yo, uh before we go anywhere, can you please yeah. just follow the podcast on at the virtuoso pod on Twitter and follow myself on at friendly aka Z8. Yes, sir. Uh, link your socials, man Nick. Ah oh, man, it's just Ezra underscore Mohotsi. That's it. Everywhere you can find me just by that. <laughs> I I I bet. So yeah, um today, man, I just pulled you through because I wanna I, I want us to talk about um, something that I've had on my mind for for I think the whole week actually to be honest. Yeah. Um, um, creative freedom, right? Yeah. So, firstly, just before we go very far, let's just start. What would you describe creative freedom, or what is creative freedom to you? Uh well, you know, creative you freedom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, creative freedom to me, right? My definition, and everybody else might have a different definition to it, but yeah, for me, is going out of your comfort zone. So as a creative and you are known for something, it's stepping out of that and doing something else. You have that creative freedom to actually do that. If you are known as a photographer and you want to move from that to being a, you know, a music producer, you have that creative freedom and people should yeah. not box us into that one thing of, ah, but we know you as this, you know, you have yeah. that creative freedom to step out of anything that you were known as. That's, that's so, my definition of creative freedom. I feel you, I feel you, man. Um, my definition is pretty much the same thing, man. Like being able yeah. to do whatever, whenever you want to, as long as like you are not actually stepping on toes of anybody, yeah, um, legally and I guess <laughs> physically. <laughs> but like, yeah. So like, yeah. Um, being able to do whatever, man. Like, just being able to cross over from being, as you say, let's say, a photographer to being an artist, being a dancer to being an actor, whatever, yeah. bro. Like, if you wanna do that, you do that. So yeah. yeah um, alright. So, um, now I just wanna take that question a bit deeper. Like, how yeah. important do you think creative freedom is for artists? By artists, I mean like um, um, music producers, um, um, recording artists, such type artists. Uh, you know, funny enough, a lot recently, you know, we've seen artists cross over to like different genres. You know, um, yeah. I think the most popular person we've seen doing that is Casper, moving away yeah. from the hip hop scene, going into the Ama piano scene, but also we've seen with the new guys with Blackie. Blackie, you know, he switched from Trap Trap. You know, Blackie went from Trap Trap to R&B with the song Hold and then the song with Taylor ICU, which is like proper, proper, quite of feel, you know. So so I feel like, you know, as an artist, you should have that freedom. I know a lot of people will be like, but we know you as A, B, and C. But I think for your growth and just also your musicality growth, man, you know, because... If you're stuck in one corner, musically, yeah. you're going to be stuck there. And you'll find guys who come through and elevate because, you know, they've, they've went into different subgenres and understood. Oh, so in yeah. Amapiano, you know, they focus more on these kind of melodies. 
um instead of you know just 808 in in hip-hop if you go to yeah, r&b too. you understand the mellow sounds you know all of that and then you infuse those things when it comes to your music it'll sound a whole lot better than just being stuck in one genre or just in one thing also just as a producer you know being versatile that way if someone says i want a quieto infused hip-hop song or quieto <coughs> infused r&b song you yeah. can be you can stretch yourself that much because you've also yeah. you know dabbed into dabbled certain, yeah. yeah dabbled everywhere into like certain areas to find out more and grow your craft yeah i feel you i feel you Maju. so yeah um i think it's also important for us to just um mention that yo if you also don't want to move around and and like it's okay uh, go into other genres that's also okay like yeah. creative freedom is also having the freedom to stick to one thing if that's what you want to do like Definitely. as we say that yo you have the freedom to do whatever if you want to move around into other genres then do you if you want to stick yeah. to one thing do you but then if you're choosing to do one thing or choosing to um, move around don't judge the other person that chooses to do something different definitely yeah because so, we've seen I, we've seen with 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 Cass, right we've seen Cass whenever when he started the whole going to amapi and people were like why yeah. is it doing that but then you just see that a lot of people are like you know what the it's piano funny. way is not it's not really that bad because if you listen yeah. literally listen to the piano way you know you can understand that it's so musical yes there's like those those you know those hard um what you call those hard bases every here and there but yeah if you break if you break it down and listen to amapiano properly you there understand there's 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 dog there's more to just that that gong gong that you hear yeah now that's facts that's facts Mickey. that's facts i yeah. i'm moving along to the next question so um when do you think it's appropriate for a creative to enforce their um creative opinion so for example if a house dj wants to feature a gospel artist yeah as a house dj i send the gospel artist my beat and also maybe even a hook or just the yeah. beat um just depending on what i want that person to do right yeah so, me as the producer do i have the control to say yo i just need a hook and a verse and this type of verse from you or should I just send out the beat and say, yo, here's the beat, you do what you do and then send it back when you're done? Um, I think it also depends on the conversation you have with the person, right? Yeah. Um, so I remember this one example that FKA Mesh once said to me, he's like, for Get Down, his song with um, Something Soweto, yeah. he, had, he had done the beat already, like it was done. Um, so he kept sending, obviously, some Something Soweto song, I mean, beats, and he'd be like, nah, not this one here, not this one here. And then there's this one beat of Get Down. He sent it and, you know, something. So he's like, nah, you know what? I'm going to just give me the sips. I want to do something to it. And then you tell me how it is. Because, you know, it's a conversation thing. Yeah. And that's when it went from like your normal house beat, which is like, you know, good, 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 good. And then he took out the last ones. So it went like good, 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 good. And then that's how Get Down came See. about. So so you know like there is that certain freedom but also it just depends on the conversation you guys have because look at them up i'm a piano guys you know you can find gabza um jizik 
and and Basta all in one song. These are like three yeah. producers, you know, yeah. all in one yeah. song. And if you have all these three things, man, it works out perfectly. And the other example that I could give you guys is if you listen to Stokey's Superman, it's mm-hmm. two songs in one. If you li- really listen to it, it's two songs in one. So Stokey said in an interview that the song was done um, during the time when Gabza made Mshove. Uh, Remember Mshove? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if you listen to the part where um, Gabza goes, "Kana uh, kana what do you say on on Superman?" man. If you listen to yeah. that instrumental and you listen to Mshove, you can hear they're identical. Like you can hear that all just like the same. Yeah, the similarities and the same, you know, wave of of thoughts. But then yeah. if you listen to the beginning of it, it's completely different with the saxophone. Which kind of has me thinking oh, yeah. that, you know, this was like Stooky doing his thing and then it just collabed with what Gabs yeah. had already done with him and then he just made it one beautiful song. So this creative freedom uh, is always there. It's just a conversation between the two individuals as to which direction does the song go to and do you approve of it, do you not? Or is it just yeah. like, ah, I just needed this guy on the feature how he changes up does not really matter doesn't but, really you know, matter yeah sometimes it's, it's like that conversation man if you have that conversation with the producer as the other person you know a lot can happen man. like beautiful music can come from just a whole lot of collaboration so creative freedom also allows that to happen that's why you have so many infused genres into one lately now I feel you. I feel you. Because then, actually, that was one of the reasons why I love. Um, I don't know if you still remember this concept where they did. Um, I think it was Jam um, Jam Session and and also the Coke Studios. Yes. Yes, remember I remember. It? Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Things were awesome for me because like they would take two completely different artists and they would make like an incredibly dope song. And definitely, yeah. They, they would make everything work, but then. I think all of those work mostly when the chemistry is there and like when the respect is there. And also um, when both parties are both present. Like, yeah, I kind of feel like it's harder to make um, um, like a sonically pleasing song. Um, when, when you guys are not in one space. Ne? Yeah. So then yeah, now. I, exactly. And also one thing that I've heard from a lot of artists is that like, um, um, some artists can take like months, even years, to send like a verse or something. So then, mm-hmm. imagine you wanna collab with someone that's that busy, and then now like you wanna change every little small thing, and every time like the product comes back, it has to be a change. Now it's gonna take like five, ten years to do one song, and yeah. that song ends up being trash. And then it's like, well, you waste so much time for nothing. So, exactly. And it happens, bro. It happens a lot where, you know, you'd want a feature to be like, you know what, if I can have me, if me and this producer can do this one yeah. thing, but then bro. it becomes a thing of, you know, it's no longer collaboration, a thing of, no, I, th- I think an editor should sound like this. No, I think my editor will sound better because yeah. it knocks like Weechi. My one is like, I, I understand the Weechi knock, but my one will knock like Tweezy. You know, it's like, then <laughs> yeah, it's like that whole thing of, are they trying to compete? Are they competing and, now? Yeah. And then it never works like, out. Yeah, because like now, actually, now that we're speaking about this, I'm thinking of also that example where like something like that um, kind of happened and then 
um, the artist actually took out the song anyway. Ah, I'll just mention it. So then, like, yeah. I don't know if you remember the song "Cooking in the Kitchen" by um, Casper featuring the game. Like, yeah. I think everybody can agree that either like the 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 production behind uh, the game's verse, especially, was so bottom tier. It's like. Bro, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to actually explain that. It's like that, that that guy just quoted maybe a VM or something and just sent it to him. And Casper <laughs> didn't wanna like um talk too much or complain too much because of it's the game at the, that point, yeah. Exactly. So then now he's like, okay, um, I kind of promised my fans, or yo, I'm gonna have this nigga on a song, yeah. But the song is pop because of this nigga, like. The song itself is great, but with this nigga on it, like his name is probably gonna sell it, but then the song is not gonna be that dope. So then, and then again, there's also another example with um, I think it was Questa featuring Rich Homie Kwan, where the song sounded yeah. more like it was Rich Homie Kwan's song as opposed yeah. to Questa's song. Because I think it was such a situation again where like now you don't know if you wanna change the song because like it's yeah. your song. Right, so like that's why the question actually is like, um, when is it appropriate to enforce your creative opinion, especially if the product is yours? So like now this is my song, and then I I don't really like what you did to it, but I still want yeah. you on it. Yeah. So then like, where do you draw the line? But I think actually, I think that's also a very hard thing for us to like answer. Yeah, but, but I, yeah, I, I think I can have something to say on. Let, let yeah. me say this right with casper then you remember like casper at that moment when he had like all these international guys hitting him up and all of that yeah. you know it was at that point he was also like just begging a feature from from wiz you know so at that time it was like i just need an international feature so i think yeah. for him it was like yo i got it i got a verse yo let's just Doesn't put matter. it in but yeah. also, like, just looking at Casper's production now, since then until now, and you just start, start to wonder that, was, was it, it maybe, <laughs> was it really the game, or was it just the, the mixing and mastering part of it? Because on his latest album, you know, if you listen to some of his verses, like, man, it could have sounded a whole lot better, especially for the person you, you are. So sometimes now you have to look at it like, with that, the whole game situation, was it, the verse was recorded pop or was just the mixing of it pop because i could tell you now king monada i mean how he records his verse from what i've heard and how he sent Teho, um he's what you call gonna uh she called that song again but the one with Teho, right so he yeah, sent tennessee. it tennessee yeah 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 it's, 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 no ties no ties. No ties. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So how he sent oh, no Tiho, time, yeah. yeah, how he sent Tiho, that verse apparently was via a voice note and the, the you see the then the whole the whole thing of is you find an engineer who can get the best out who of can that. Do that, it. that I, you, you understand? So that's why sometimes I'm like, hey, did Casper really get the right people to like handle Ew. his shit? You know, yeah. and then when it comes to the Questa one. And they actually recorded here in Josie, like the one with Rich Homie Kwan. Yeah, they recorded right? it together. And yeah. I think at that point, he's like, I think because Questa, we knew him for like, okay, he's going to give us another good or spirit oh, or enchanting yeah. of Rova. He's like, you know what? 
let me maybe jump on something that I've ne- <laughs> exactly. Let me jump on something I've probably never done, and you yeah. know it's a rich home. It's rich home required, you know. So, at rich home required, I was also like willingly to to also try and experiment with what he's saying on that beat. So I feel like that collabo out of all the international collabos that Questa has had, except for Spirit, because I just yeah. felt like Spirit it just worked out for Wale. Yeah, Spirit just with, yeah, but with with the Rick Ross one and looking at at the at the rich homie kwan one i i mm-hmm. i think the rich homie kwan has a way upper hand because you know that rick gross one i feel like it could have been so much better bro like it could have been like top tier stuff but it just bro. did not you know and I, I think also the creative the creative freedom is like yo this is ross you know yeah like what yeah. can i tell ross kind of thing is like he's done it all dog he's jumped on john he's jumped on john with little wayne and murdered that shit was just an ad-lib already so i just needed that ad-lib to be like huh on my song and it's done (laughs) but then you know i feel like the whole production of that song could have been way better i think also it's like cuesta maybe he also needed to experiment by getting a different producer to come handle that whole shit Instead yeah. of having the same person, I understand Marco is his go-to person, yeah. but I mean, like, there's so many other producers that are on the same wavelength and could have given you something different, especially something because, you know, even if it's a collab with Marco, maybe because we know Marco Tweezy and Lunatic have like a certain connection, you could have brought yeah. those three guys together to produce a masterpiece. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. To produce like a masterpiece. That's when the creative freedom of it comes to be. Like, you know what? I don't want to just limit myself. To this one producer let me get these three guys who actually understand each other who are actually friends and we create this masterpiece now nah, i feel i feel magic all right so yeah. speaking of such because like we did actually also touch on um um changing like um the direction of a song and all of those and something yeah. that um i think we were leading up to anyway was yeah. beat switches so now let's just bring it to hip-hop for a bit so what do you yeah. think about beats which is generate and you can also go i guess deeper and be specific up, um about a few certain songs and stuff but like, yeah. yeah what do you think about beats which is, and i'll also tell you what i think. um personally i don't have a problem with it if it's still complementing the whole idea of a song right yeah. so if as a hip-hop artist you like you know what and please give an example of that yeah yeah yeah. i will so if we saying okay you know what i'm gonna have a boom bap song that's gonna turn into trap at some point yeah you know it can still be the same bpm and still have a bit a beat switch you know um yeah. x i think x right now in the new generation he's the best guy to do that like a beat switch but still remaining the same but it's switched it's no longer the same, but it's the same. I think 808, 808X is one of the best people who can currently do it. Because we saw it with the song with Hash and, and Aries. He did yeah. the same. We saw with the um the diss track to, to Jay Molly, which Hash and Flame was on. Uh, he did nah, the same. G, that one, nah, I, I have a very, very different opinion on that. But anyway, yeah, continue. <laughs> but I, I mean, like, if you just li- like forget about the lyrics or anything, if you just listen nah, to nah, like just the bad switch, just generally, like I didn't. Yeah. Like it. But anyway, yeah. Now nah, continue, continue. I I just felt like you know him. He did it proper for you. He did. He did. He did a proper thing because it still kept the same energy. It did not change yeah. the energy to like okay. Now it's not okay. 
what what the hell is going on type of situation and yeah. you know i i i i think producers do have that freedom to do that it's just a thing of don't move away from the original idea because if i'm a producer i start a beat and i come to him like yo brantley you also another producer i want you to touch it how you would touch it but just keep the same energy yeah you understand i would i yeah. would like that for 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 you as a producer to do also because i'm coming to you with an idea now if you take that idea you change it up to make it your own shit it's like i feel like you are undermining yeah. my original beat that i've already started by change by taking my beat you're sampling it and chop it up your way which we've seen recently with the aries and shasha joint which i was confused when i first heard it because like reese could have said the same shit on the same beat on the same beat Literally, <laughs> like he could have and, said the same shit yeah. and would slap the same it would have slept the same on the same beat because that beat listen taylor icu he you know like that guy is so versatile i, I like i like i like where he's going with his musicality yeah. and how he can dab into different genres but that beat alone could have added aries on it yeah. and you're still gonna be brilliant but you, that beat switch like even when the beat switch started right mm-hmm. i'm like okay he's reversing the last part and it's probably gonna keep the same bpm but just sound different if he has kept the same bpm just sounded different i was he gonna be okay it, with it he slowed it down dog like only a little it, bit but he like, slowed it down dog because because remember aries aries took breaks in between his lines yeah right but like wait he took like um, yeah with that song specifically because like i did actually um hear a snippet of, of it online right so yeah what i heard was like okay so aries's flow and everything that he was saying literally could have been said and done on the initial beat, right definitely right but also i love the second beat but i think it should have been like two different songs like shasha being added on the second beat also with a different song Reese being added on that beat with like I guess the same verse or whatever verse but like like that's, it would have been better if it was two different songs that's what I'm trying to say that's, that's, like, that's my thing that's my yeah. thing with that whole beat switch is that it turned into a different song instead of it complementing the original song because it's like yeah. it's like now Taylor ICU created this beat and then Mash and Aries are like nah fuck that beat we'll make our own beat from your beat <laughs> To complement yeah. us and our flow that's why people are gonna like that second beat because with mesh mesh knows what's good for aries at yeah, the current moment right he he's been new dog like when people are saying that aries is sounding the same they're not saying that he's making the same song a lot of times they just know that he knows what's gonna complement him and how mesh goes on about it. obviously he can't make the same beat twice yeah. fucking, you can't do that but there is a certain sound that is just distinguished with Aries. And that's why people kept keep saying that, oh no, Aries is making the same song a million times. It's not the same song, but the sound and how you listen to it, it is repetitive to a point where a person can be like, nah, man, I think I've heard this before, but actually you're not <laughs> type yeah. of thing. But we'll get, we'll get to that. I'll, 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 I have a section on that. But with I the beat it. switch thing, right? With yeah. the beat switch, just going back to that, is that, I liked it if it would have kept the same BPM. He slowed it down to make it a whole different song. And 
had Shasha added vocals on the on the beat. Aries part, on the Aries mm-hmm. part, it could have made it better. But then it just sounded like two different songs. Wait, hold on. Like I didn't hear the entire song, so then I don't know. Like I only heard I, it until like half of Reese's verse, so then I don't know what happened after that. It's not even that long, Reese's verse. It's not even that long, so you probably heard the whole shit. Because okay. it's it's would... almost like it feels like mm-hmm. a snippet, like that. Because as the way explaining it, Shasha only had one verse, so mm-hmm. they're bouncing a bounce around ideas. Who can jump on it? And Aries' name was one of them, so they hit up Aries like, "Yo, they send him the thing," and then Mesh was like, "I know, send us the separates and the beat. We'll chop it up and make it more Aries, I guess." And then but like, that's how it switched to like almost a whole different song. Yeah. But like, here's my take, right? On the beat switch, on the whole beat switch situation. So yeah. I think a beat switch only works if it's done by one producer. Like if one producer does both beats. Ah, now, yeah. hear me out, right? So one, um, as you said earlier, that if I'm a producer, then I give you my song and like ask you to do something on it and then you switch the beat like no matter how good the song is maybe there is some person in the audience that will feel like eh, one beat is better than the other and then if that happens then it's like shit that guy undermined this guy or this guy ruined the song yeah does that make sense so like yeah that's why i'm saying that if it's one producer doing both beats then it's cool because like you did both beats so like if the song becomes bad on the second beat then it's your fault if it becomes yeah. good then it's still you right yeah. so like that's why yeah. i'm saying that if you want to do a beat switch please never do it on someone else's beat so like yeah yeah so then for example um with reese again since we're talking about reese like reese yeah. and mesh they do a lot of beat switches in their song and yeah they sound fire like most of them if not all of them they all like they sound dope as fuck like even yeah with um you know you know in honeydew and whatever yeah like, they sound amazing because it's one person and then as a fan if you like one particular side of that beat like with you know in honeydew there's people that like the raps raps so they will yeah. absolutely love the first part and then there's people that love the singing type of these so then they will love the second part but like yeah. there's nobody saying shit i think this beat is better than that or even if they yeah. do say it, it's one person so it's like oh it doesn't really matter like i did both of them exactly. but then now with this reese song and shasha thing like okay we haven't had the song like specifically since not really out but yeah I, but like i feel like um they shouldn't have done that like like they shouldn't have changed the beat because what it does now it, it sort of like puts them out as if they are competing even though that's probably not what they're doing yeah and yeah and like i don't know how tyler feels about it but whether he likes it or not like it might become a problem in the future if the fans or the people actually do start comparing like shit this beat is better than the other one or not this beat is actually shit like this nigga yeah the song. and um back to the song actually like i actually liked it but I hated the fact that you switched the beat because of the reason, the reason that I just gave you now. Like, yeah. you shouldn't have done that. Especially because even after um, changing the beat, he added his tag to show like, yo, now it's match. So it's like, but why though? Like, yeah. <laughs> you get like, why? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Because, and like, even 
um, him slowing down that beat a bit, right? With that BPM, because like, um, I wasn't counting. I didn't even have a metro or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah. But like, uh, let's say the BPM of the first beat is like 120 or something. That song um, went like, do, do, do. Yeah. So that's right. And then that's it's like just how much? to. Yeah. You see, I, I so like know. it should have been so the went, same beat, like just slow yeah. down that same because like um I'm sure there's songs that we can both mention where like like um actually uh this one um Elon Musk okay now Elon Musk I think is a no actually it is a good idea like it is in no, I don't I, I don't think I don't, I don't think Elon Musk is a good idea because remember also Casper and .com had a song is up it was like it started with like. It was a almost a house song, and then it 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 will break down when it comes to the verse. It break down to like a hip hop song, like but with the same beat, right? Same BPM. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like it can literally happen. Like like that's what should. Well, that's what I as a fan feel like that they missed an opportunity there. Like shit, the song is still dope, but I'll always probably be mad at the fact that you changed the beat. Do you think? And, let me ask you something, yeah. right? Let me ask yeah. you something. Do you think Aries, when it comes to creative freedom, do you think he's at a point where, right now, he's okay with how he sounds, and he wants to push his that, even if it's on features, he wants to make sure that comes across. Or do you think that he um, is keen on jumping onto things that are not really Aries type beats yeah. or Aries type songs? see like um that's a hard question because one thing that i've heard from reese or that i've seen right because i've yeah. like um, um watched his career from from like 2015 but he started like 2013 whatever but like from 2015 brownies then, yeah then like i went back to everything like 2013 so like i can hear all of the different like this kid can literally move in literally every single spectrum of hip-hop i haven't heard yeah. it on a drill beat so that i don't know about that but i don't think he would feel like there's no bit short that except niggas with voices but anyway <laughs> <laughs> but anyway like um that's the only thing that i haven't heard him on but everything yeah. else in terms of hip-hop i think he can handle everything so then um i don't think that like um he would struggle to to fit in on any song per se and yes i think he is actually comfortable in what he's doing now right yeah and his fans are happy i'm also happy um oh no you know. guys are very happy you guys are very happy you guys are very content with what <laughs> yeah. he's doing so like but like the point that i'm trying to get to right is that yeah. um with that song specifically right i think what happened is that um even though they featured breeze yeah. Like Reese wanted to involve Mash somehow, or Mash wanted to be involved somehow. And I think that's where the problem started. Because now that I think about it, um, in most, if not all, of Reese's features, it's the song either has to be produced by Mash or co-produced or, by Mash. Yeah, or co-produced by Mash. And then if co-produced, meaning that they have to start the song like with the entire beat, they have to start it together. And I yeah. think they did that because, like, um, because like it was sort of like a marriage. I don't know if if that actually makes sense. Like, like you know, when you are married, like all of your assets are shared, stuff like that. 
but yeah. them it was like type of sonic um or sonic or, or musical marriage or whatever like they do everything yeah. together so then with that one i wouldn't necessarily blame reese though i wouldn't say he is completely innocent with that yeah so, yeah so again just to answer your question i think he could have hopped on that first beat um he can actually hop on anything else um i think he can also even hop on a piano joint like in the future if he wanted to but i thought he ever will but i think he can i, I definitely think reese can jump on a whole lot of songs and exactly, a whole lot of beats like, yeah, i just think that i just think that he's he's at a point where you know so much especially now that so much is happening with genres yeah. and people are like jumping from here and there he felt i think i think with this with this mixtape he felt like he just needed to remind people that guys i can rap rap I like still rap and be, like be, be, before because <laughs> he here's my theory right before yeah. we derail too much here's my theory because i've been watching just what people are saying about you know people are not aries fans and say oh he's he's back to making the same kind of song and whatever whatever and i was thinking like you know what two things could have happened it's either reese on this on this mixtape was going to release a commercial mixtape and then he's going to go back to the raps fully or he's going to say i'm going to give you guys the raps the hard way and then when the album comes i'm going to go full-on commercial for you guys to understand that i can't you, for you guys not for you guys not even to question my ability of rapping because i in this year i also gave you guys a rap mixtape and i think that's what he might do especially with how they're moving in promoting him right now it's yeah. almost like there's something else they're anticipating and paradise 2 if it is paradise 2 if it's called that might just be more commercial than we think right and then back to the repetitive sound I think people are saying that because he's been with Mash for so long. He's been with yeah. Mash since he left Ambitious, right? So actually, he's been with Mash since Ambitious. That's what since um, since Ambitious actually. Yeah. So it's like I c- I could compare Mash with like a Black Coffee, right? So with Black Coffee, even when he switched to like the international market, you can still feel the Black Coffee in all his original songs. Yeah, like there's still that thing that says, "Ah, this is a Black Coffee joint." Even if the BPM has changed, even if he features Pharrell, even with the latest album, you can be like, yeah, I can hear Black Coffee still in there. And with, with, with Reese and Mesh, it's the same thing is that even if they're making a, a holding hands or they're making it um, on my own, there's still that thing that says this is an Aries joint. And that's why I think people, because they've been listening to Aries and Mesh for so long, it gets to a point where they think, man, I'm I'm listening to the same shit every single time. Where else it's mm. not. And but I understand because it's the same kind of people. The moment Aries maybe gets a tweezy again and creates something different, they'll be like, oh shit. And it could literally be the same BPM, the same, the same type of song. But because with Mesh, obviously every, every producer has like that thing that is like identical to them. So you know when you produce a whole lot of times and it's with, with the same person there's going to be obviously that element of ah yeah this is mesh because i can hear those mellow sounds yeah. this is uh, this this is which because i can hear those 808 hard 808 sounds they don't sound the same but they feel like it sounds all the same same thing with taylor icu right when i heard Ongas Nich, i think that was, was yeah that was taylor icu and then i heard 
Babuile now by Kulichan that's gonna drop Ostino and and Twini. Mm. I'm like, you'd swear this thing's the same, but it's not because yeah. of that. Um, 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 but like, it's my thing though, right? Yeah, it's my thing though. Um, <laughs> so I get what you're saying, but my problem is when an artist doesn't have that, like let's say for example, Kev, now the competition is it. What's this nigga's sound? Like now the competition is what's your sound? Like what do you do? And then now it becomes the whole thing you're you're a couch about and like you don't have something that is unique. So like basically what I'm trying to say is that people find reasons to complain, especially about South African music. I get like, you, right? I like, I, I, I you get find you. a reason to actually hate it. So then like doesn't matter who it is and like like I get that point of view because like um yeah. um um I, I I actually tell my friends a lot that yo um one of my favorite favorite producers um in the world ever is Juke Soul, right? So yeah. this guy, like his response was like, ah, Juke Soul, the guy that does one song. I'm like, what do you mean though? Like <laughs> no, it's not one song. It's his style. That's how his music sounds. Like everybody has that. Like even even with Prince KB, if you listen to um, yeah, what's his song? Um, his album Rimino, and yeah, and everything actually until Project Hope. Like everything until then, like it pretty well, much sounds thing. like it's the same thing, but it's not because it's like no, Heavy I get it. situation. Exactly. Heavy like, situation. Exactly. So then I guess with me like. I I have that perspective. Your um shit. I listen to so much music that actually I want to get to a point where I listen to a song and like before the end of the song I want to know who it is without actually checking for the name like oh okay this is um whoever this is. You get But me? don't you like the element of surprise? Like I remember we had this conversation on Twitter and you guys were like maybe Lunatic should start having a tag because you know, you can't exactly tell this is a lunatic beat or not. And I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? When you have an identical sound sometimes, that kind of limits you, you know. Pe- if you do something different, people will be like, nah, go back to the old shit. Go back to the old <laughs> shit. But when yeah. you are that versatile that, you know what? I can actually can make a song for, for, for Amanda Black and then switch it up, make a song for Cool Cat. And yeah. those are like different not even on the same wavelength and then go and make a song for kid x which is like also completely different and i think i mean with some producers they like staying in their corner you know yeah. they enjoy like, they enjoy their corner mm-hmm. and they find whether they develop themselves properly in their corner and it's not like they make whack music no yeah but like we, they see, don't they don't here's the problem with that though like with lunatic right so yeah, I think we can both agree that he's amongst the best producers that we have in the country, but he's super underrated. Yeah. Why? Because people don't really know, like, if it's lunatic or when it's lunatic because of yeah. that. Like, shit. Firstly, you, you don't have a tag. Yeah. Nobody really knows what your sound is. So yeah. then, like, what about, so like, at least have a tag. Like, um, for example, um, we can go to Tweezy. I think Tweezy is also um, uh, um, one very versatile. Uh, actually, let's go to Zuchi, right? So yeah. Zuchi, when he does his own stuff, like he does a certain type of sound, which he terms um, piff, right? 
Yeah. And like when you listen to most of Gucci songs, it's the same type of type of type of vibe or thingy that yeah. um, Mesh has where like you're like okay, I know this is a crazy song. Like yeah. sorry, a, a Gucci song um, um before it before it goes too far, but he's also produced other different type of songs which yeah um, you wouldn't really necessarily tell if this is him or not like mayo yeah um like a lot of songs that he does for 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 speed and also yeah. again bring it back to to mash cuz um <laughs> yeah right so mash has also produced songs for like um dales he's produced for amanda black and those songs if you listen to them compared to what he's doing for reese they are completely different too so then i think that yes he definitely can do other things but for reese specifically he has like sort of a formula that he's following yeah. because they want to create sound so then i think all of this that they're doing or that they were doing is purposeful and like yeah like i get it but like i just hate it when you always have to be there so like going back to my original point about beats which is like please don't ever do a beat a beat switch <laughs> on someone else's beat like nah like no no matter how good it sounds actually it's worse if it sounds good cuz now like yeah. you're stealing the shine of that other person like shit bro now like this nigga was supposed to get his flowers now you're going to get his flowers yeah you get not trying to get you you get and like if it's bad then it's like well um at least we can say the first part was dope but now you ruined the good song <laughs> so it's like so like either way like it's bad but i feel it's worse if he did a good job <laughs> i i think you know i think I think, I think with that whole song right i think with that whole song had had it been a a constant communication between taylor yeah. and match yeah. i think they could have worked something out yeah but i feel like it was just a thing of okay we sent we sent the homie this joint mm. You know, and then he like, chopped it up how he wanted, and then they just put yeah. it together. Because even when stickers like also, oh, this day part is like yeah, and so it just felt like two different songs fused yeah. in one. You know, instead yeah. of like a collab. Because if you're gonna be like Shasha Aries, right, as the artist, and then Taylor ICU Mesh as the producers, it's yeah. supposed to be cohesive, dog. Supposed to be like seamless. Like, you know, now when it's <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 like sorry, um, I'm more. let you finish <laughs> so like just bring it back to like what we spoke about earlier right so yeah. do you think this might have been one such situation where like um Shasha and Tyler thought that shit man firstly to get Reese on a joint is close to impossible so now that we've Not got really. something Not yeah really, but, but like okay. how many people can actually get Reese on the joint but like let's not even get to that but like my point is um maybe they could have felt that shit this kid it's hard to actually get him to be on a song because i heard also um come on i and the gia who is actually a frequent collaborator of these saying that yo yeah. i had to wait a year to get a verse a 12 um 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 12 bar verse from you like imagine i and the a person that Reese works with all the time. Still had to wait a year. So now somebody else would they have that type of um patience? So then so that I think that with Tyler um maybe he thought like shit. If we go back and forth, this song might not come out even in 2021 cuz I don't know if you 
remember correctly, but this song was teased back in 20, 2019, end of 2019, if not early 2020. So yeah. I knew, like, I knew about the song and even Sasha's part for, like, more than a year, pretty much. So then, yeah. Yeah. So they, I think they, that's they did say happened. that. They did say that um, they. It was a time when Shasha was releasing her EP. Yeah, it was too. See? It was too. It was too Afro, Afro house and too Amapia, and she wanted to do like she wanted to explore the, the R and B scene. Yeah, and then and she's that's amazing, when they, by the way, when it comes to R&B. she's she's fucking great. Yeah. And then you know when they were bouncing out around ideas about it, Reese was the one person who also came up, and then because. Because the relation between Maparisa and Reese is that tight, yeah, you know they send it to him, and I I still think that if you want the best for a song, right, no matter how how can whole claim dog, you could be fucking Drake if the song yeah. is not no nah, listen if the song is not coming together the right way and you personally forget about anything you personally as a producer like. Nah, this is not working out. Why would you want to release something that you know yourself that you know what I'm publishing this because it has Shasha and Aries, not because I yeah. fucking fuck with it, you know? Because you know, when it comes to when I was watching that live, right? I'll be honest. When I was watching that live, um, there are songs that he hyped up, and that Shasha Aries joint was not the one. Slicker kept hyping, hyping it up because like, yo, Shasha Aries. Yeah. Okay, we'll play this that, one last. That's a dope. Yeah. But you know, like the song with Touchline was hyped and it was fucking dope. The song with Focalistic and Dali Wonga was hyped and it's also fucking dope. Mm-hmm. You know, there was another joint with some other lady, and then there was a Kabsa joint, the the hip hop Kabsa joint, and yeah, he also hyped that one. And when he came to the Reese one, it was like, ah, okay, I have it. Yeah, play it. Yeah. But it's like there was no energy <laughs> towards it, and you, you, like, bro, you you can tell with the body language of a person. A person can say, "Yeah, no, I fuck with this joint," but your body language could be like, "I'm only saying this because it's fucking Aries. He just dropped an amazing mixtape. So if I say anything, going left, you know." And also, Taylor, I see he's still studying up. You know, like he doesn't want that whole negative energy around it, him. Yeah. So. I feel you. So you I know, you. he he could have just been like, you know what? It's okay. Mesh and Aries have been doing this. They have hits on them. My biggest hit right now is Ongas Nichi. I wanna have more, and maybe I wanna even have Aries on my other joint. So I'm not yeah. gonna say anything bad about it. But honestly, yeah. bro, I I don't think Taylor was happy with what happened mm-hmm. because you know you're a producer talk. You start something, and someone comes and literally changes that changes whole shit it. apart like that's my like, whole thing you you could not even hear the original song on the other beat like if it was like a sample that you could hear maybe like shasha's voice being chopped up or something yeah. mm-hmm. that could just complement it like you know like co- so complement the whole the whole switch yeah. you know i would have been like so okay good. okay cool then you I know i can understand like i mean no, like I wouldn't like the switch, but like I would like the song. But yeah. like I still like the song. I still don't like the fact that they switched it. And again, as as I said, that because I don't think you should do a beat switch if it's not your beat. Like just leave it. Yeah. Like no matter how good or how bad it is, 
just don't yeah. do it. Just I, I do think it. people have, have are tired of us telling them uh, beat do? switch. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like beat switch or we like them, whatever. We spend way too much time it. on this. <laughs> Let's let's switch it up a bit, right? Let me ask you something. I know you still have game questions, right? Uh, no, I, I, wanna... I actually only have one last question. But like, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that question, and then we'll close it up with my question I just thought of now. Alright, so bit. Um, my question is just again, like, so that people can see where we're coming from. Who are your top yeah. five producers? And I'll, I'll also mention my. I actually even have an honorable mention. But again, who are you, your top five? So as as you know, we spoke about this before we record this thing of yeah. of top five producers, right? And then I had my favorites in one hand, and I had people I thought changed the game in the other hand. People might not rate them as much, but because I'm looking at it from a not just hip hop, because I I had like all oh, just hip hop like, guys, right? But wait, I, I hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. Are we talking about other genres too? Because then if we are, then I have to change my entire list because I wrote my list according to only hip-hop because I know that if I go to other genres, it's not going to be fair on other genres because I'm a house guy. So my top five is going to be house alone. So that's why I'm basing this one only on... on Nah, like seriously, like, okay, I love music, all types of music, yeah. I love all types of producers, but when it comes to production, like, that is literally what house is built on. So, like, you can't tell me that you can think of any hip hop artist that can actually body like that. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, your I, entire I, thing I, is I think, to produce. I, so, nah. I think Ganja. I think Ganja Beats did nah. something amazing for hip hop. Who? Who yeah, else? Yeah, they, they did. They did. You understand? So, for me, it's like, yes. You see, here's 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 how I looked at it. I was like, in house, right? Mm. I looked at it from when I started literally paying attention yeah. to to the oh, music I industry. I I did not look at it from a your people who've done it way before. I was like really into music. <laughs> yeah, I, when I started listening to music until okay. now, okay. which are the guys you know who for me changed the whole game up. And I feel you. You know, I I came with a few guys. Um, I'll I'll start with the OG first. Nah, yeah, bro, I just think... give me top five. Like, don't yeah. run around the... Like, listen, yeah. listen, listen. I'm going to give my top five, but I want to start with the OG first, then lead up to the guys who are doing shit now. All right, right let's hear it. So, from when I started paying attention to music, right? Mm-hmm. DJ Cleo. Mm-hmm. DJ Cleo production was the craziest. The... Cra- like, yo. <laughs> right. Like, if, Wait, if we were like, to talk dude, about Just DJ give me the Cleo. top five, like, no reasons, because if you go into... Yeah, music, no, no, this, no, no, don't this worry. This is going to be super long. Just give me, like, don't your top why. five and leave it at that. <laughs> don't know DJ T, right? Yeah. His, his catalog is crazy. Yeah. And then moving, moving it up, I was caught in between a few guys, mm-hmm. but then I was like, mm, they had too many influence behind the scenes that you know you find out that oh they were not really part of this production they were just the face of it so i moved past all of that and then i came to an era of of white culture days yeah you understand and you start to realize start to read about about certain people and you realize how deep my person actually does the shit Mm. that we realize and then from him being consistent until this time, I was like, he has to be because he's, he's, 
you, you understand like yes, for I me think. i was like okay cool my progress as well so dj cleo my press fair enough they were beefing at some point and then yeah. and then i got introduced to hip-hop right because yeah. i was just like a house guy gospel house guy and i got introduced into the hip-hop scene and then the guys who changed the game without even me realizing it were ganja beats yeah so i have to put ganja okay. beats in there right so that's three mm. and then from ganja beats until now they've been gang guys gang. Dog, who gang. does amazing <laughs> shit like there's so many gang guys so then it went yeah. to a thing of who do i think had the most impact for me and who do i like so the last two guys are just literally the people i think i like i like because listen <laughs> niggas i like this shit and niggas who i think are who also changed from getting the country beats era change it into you know something more brilliant which is tweezy and lunatic beats those I, are my top five i i tweezy ganja beats um lunatic uh pori and tea yeah bro. i i i i hear you so yeah um as i said that like, yo um i've been listening to a lot of music for an incredibly long time but yeah. I'm not going to base it on the past, really. Like, because I wanted to, because I had people like um, PH, bro. PH, bro, like, X. Yeah. Fucking like, amazing, also. Like, yeah. Like, that nigga f shit up for like, oh, like a long time. And even his legendary studios and stuff like that. But like, after just looking at, at the list that I had, I was like, uh, he does not fit, dog. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, hey. it's. It's like a bit too old school and like i don't know if i put him up against like the new cats if he would kill it as much so i don't know so i, I, I think he would the new, i don't know I, like, I'm just saying I, that I, I think he would i, I think I, just right? before you give up your top five right did you listen yeah. to his latest joint with ricky no i haven't Jay. you should you should then you realize oh. yo i i i thought that nigga was dead i thought yeah. that nigga was done but, he but that one that one <laughs> it's nah, it's I'll, simple I'll it? it's simple but bro anyway uh, top five your top five bro <laughs> yeah so basically my top five is based only on hip-hop as i said that i don't want to make it unfair right yeah so one well not one like there's no order but like it's just yeah five minutes right it's anati it's tweezy yeah it's um ganja beats yeah it's mesh and like i had a toss-up between um adding zuchi and lunatic because like as you say with lunatic the problem is it's very hard to know exactly what he did because he one he, he doesn't have a tag and two like you really really have to be like deep in to know exactly the shit that he did right i think just for skanda alone dog zuchi does not get to that level <laughs> nah, nigga. Nah, nigga. That's, I'm telling you. That's nah, I'm telling hold you. On. That's for you. But like, enough of me. Like, the reason why it was toss up is because because Skanda is more um, critically acclaimed than um, Anxiety, which I kind of feel like is also kind of unfair. But yeah, but Skanda was, I think, especially um, Son of a Gun. <gasps> Yeah, no. Uh, okay, Son of, <laughs> Son of a Gun was not produced by him. It was produced by a guy called Cam de la Creme. 
they're friends she, actually i am chem, chem is too much but you know i, I I'll, I'll you know I, i'll give it to to lunatic above yeah. zuchi yeah. is because you know zuchi's sound um it's something you can hear somewhere else skanda was something out of nowhere like nobody thought of it nobody thought this kind of oh, dust sound could happen you know it's like a whole yeah. new influence you understand so that's why i i kind of rate lunatic on that level that yeah. to step out of that zone and be like we're not doing anything that anyone is doing we're not taking a melody here or there we are creating something brand new we are creating yeah. a different genre at all and that's how we fucking got no muzi you understand so it's, it kind of like it created a different thing into the hip hop industry you know that's why i rate him on yeah. that level and the fact that he can go from that and go back to the 808 and do all of that shit yeah i was like nah, man not a lot of niggas can do that okay so then here's my thing right so i wanted to give him the edge because i thought that he did son of a gun but since now you can learn that he didn't I'll just put them on equal playing field so like they're both You can't cuz Zuji cannot I make a listen Zuji can't make a Amalobola by by Cool Cat. You don't know man. He Zuchi can't dog. You can you've listened to every Zuji song. Zuji can Zuchi. go the melody way. If if yeah. it can be like he can produce for Amanda Black and have a hit, I get you. But mm-hmm. going you know tapping into a quieto slash hip hop vibe he can't do that though because even if you listen to the joints on anxiety actually with with 2025k mm. that joint was produced by lunatic and some other dude it was not even zoom yeah the Wait, joint so with 25k is, on anxiety also on anxiety i okay so, then now like uh okay wait before like actually nah i'll just leave it as a as a joke like leave it man you But can't it, dog you nah. can't leave it as a joke because hold on no hold on right i want to mention my honorable mention zuchi right. <laughs> <laughs> my honorable mention is 808 sally do you know that kid yeah 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 so like that kid it's him because if you check out the entire soundtrack or not the entire but like 80 to 90% of the SoundCloud kids are produced by that nigga and like yeah i don't know how actually i don't know if you've seen but like the SoundCloud scene has been like growing up or bubbling under like for a while nah, it's been dog it's been so like been, uh, because yeah. of that, like i think that kid deserves some sort of praise and because like he's not in the mainstream it's hard for people to actually give him his flowers but that kid I think he deserves at least an honorable mention. Right. Mm-hmm. When it comes to house producers, right? Yeah. How versatile are they in stepping out of their comfort zone of just being a house DJ and probably making R&B or hip hop? Do you think they have that creative freedom to do that? And do you think do you see anyone except for Kabza because I think he's going to go that way? Do you see any or Matumani? Do you see anyone else? doing it that way well i think again it depends on what they want to do because one thing that i've noticed is again the people that they went that way because they want a bigger market like with house it's well from what i've seen it's not necessarily about the commercial success like yeah, yeah everybody wants money yes obviously 
but they would rather get the money without having to change too much. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Like, yeah, like that's why identity in house is so important. Like, that's why a nigga like Heavy K can give you like two, three albums that pretty much go on the same wavelength, right? Yeah. And then you also have guys like um, your Takapo, your Kuda, the song, who are massive internationally. But yeah. they haven't really changed. Okay, Tula has really switched a lot. But like, my point is, they make a sound and then they make sure that that sound is solidified and then maybe they can move on to something different. Unless yeah. if, again, the artist actually wants to want something different, like with Hori and um, Gabza, like they wanted to touch a different market. So that's why they're doing different things. Yeah. But otherwise, like, I think the pri- the priorities with house niggas are different to um, hip hop niggas. So and that's why you won't likely see them going too much into different genres. Though I think they can do it if that's what you're asking. If they can or cannot, I think yeah. they definitely can. But I don't think that they necessarily want to because that's not really what house is about from my experience. But like I haven't really been too deep in the house scene recently. Like. I love house. It's my number one. But like, I haven't been as deep in it now as I've used to, as I used to be. Like, back yeah. in I don't know, like five, six, seven years ago. So yeah. And to just round it. Change, but like, yeah. Now, just to round it up, right? So, with the whole creative freedom thing, we're now yeah. seeing um, a, I would say maybe a comeback of Quieto Two Point with like the Taylor ICU sound, which is. You know that ungas nature ubuile by by Kulichada. Um, where do you see hip hop moving in terms of representing South Africa? Thing is, like, I don't think hip hop is meant to represent South Africa. And now, like, that sounds controversial, and I think so much so that we should put it on its own podcast. Yeah. But my thing is, um, every sound has a home so yeah piano is south african piano so if you hear a nigga from nigeria or kenya or what, doing their own like piano joint it sounds wrong but like it's cool because it's still piano so like yeah. also with also with hip-hop like hip-hop is an american thing so like maybe they might feel like we're doing it wrong or we might feel like we're doing it wrong yeah but it's still hip-hop like i don't think we should try and switch it too much like if we want to do our own thing which is why like i actually respect focus so much like he's doing kind of hip-hop um white wish on he's not beat. he's not he kind of is though nah like, he's not listen to to um um king's group says extend or something like he was still rapping on that um piano my here's here's my thing with that right here's my thing with that he raps on a piano joint that's my thing though like, like that's my thing just, like because like, if but you want to do like change um hip-hop then that's pretty much like where it would end up if you wanted to change that's where it, it would nah, end up like nah, rapping re- remember yeah, remember yeah. slicer remember slicer Toti? Mm. when when major league was coming with the new age new age quieto thing when they're coming with that that's what's right. happening again but just that the beat per tempo has dropped a bit again when you, when you listen to like this Taylor ICU sound now, it's like 
he went Taylor went back to the original beat per tempo, which is like 88 to like 90, which is like that quite a quite a few. Whereas with Slicer Toto was a bit a bit high tempo, Must not be. to not yeah, not to a tempo of house, but it's a bit high tempo-ish. But with Fokka, Fokka, what he's doing right now is just he's going on a piano joint and just raps on it. He's yeah. not influencing it at somehow like He's doing what but Casper like, did. That's my with, thing. That's with Monatim That's pretty much what is going to happen. If nah, people want to change it, I'm telling you. Nah, I think it's gonna go to the Taylor ICU sound. I'm telling you, like I I, I see it going that way because if you start hearing joints right now, right, especially with the older generation guys when it comes to their hip hop, and I think yeah, old niggas, yeah, old niggas because they, you know, it's easier to. You know, for for other people to like resemble. Oh, this TKZ. Oh yeah, this is my gash. Oh yeah, this DJ yeah, Kill. So this bad bad It's probably gonna be that way. It's good. It's gonna but go like, to that the sound. Kids, yeah, but like the kids, I'm I'm gonna do that. I'm telling you. I because my thing with the, with the kids, that. right? With the kids, <laughs> right? With the kids, their sound. I fuck with it. I think it's something very different. Also, it's like this new trap is is crazy, but. It's too, you know, when they say piano is is private school, it's yeah. also on that category that that hip hop element is private school hip hop. <laughs> you understand? So when with the Taylor ICU sound comes up, it's like he's matching the piano sound, bringing the hip hop side, make it into one thing that I can capture the hip hop guys because, you know, if I get a K or K was gonna rap on the shit. And people will resemble that rap element or whoever's gonna come on the rap element. But also but we are, we are a dancing nation, so you can still dance to the shit without having to sweat, because not everybody can dance. So I don't have to sweat that much. And that cause also remember now, these kids are more musical than we ever thought. Yeah. And they're crazy musical. Their production wise, you know, it's flipping crazy that even with Taylor ICU sound. As much as it's almost like a quieter sound, but it's also very musical that even the young guys are like, yes, sis, man, this thing slaps, but I'm I'm not really about this thing, but this thing slaps. And when you have the King Cotini jumping on that shit, bro, I, I don't think people understand Ricky's influence on shit, but that Ricky's nigga, massive, bro. Ricky's massive. And you hey, know but who, yo, my G. We need to close. Like this thing before is going close. to like an hour before, and a half now. <laughs> before we close, this is a podcast, dog. This is a podcast. Before we close, right? Yeah. Because we still talk about creative freedom. We're not deviating away from it. We still talk about how producers can be creative and all of that. But also, Ricky's influence, his creativity in terms of, you know, switching up from, I can jump on a VSOP joint. And then go back to like a Galagata joint. Can produce. Who Ricky? Yeah. Nah. I think I think Ricky you think knows. You should learn to. I think with Ricky is like he's like a he's like an MT. MT knows music to that element that you know. Obviously, he's playing marimba, so he knows different types of sounds. But I don't think actually him sitting on the PC and creating something from scratch is. I think Ricky can produce. I think he has produced certain songs oh yeah he but can oh shit yeah, yeah he can he can produce like but i think Ricky, for, yeah yeah uh, but i yeah. i don't think that he wants to 
because bro creating a new more. sound creating a new sound is also like it's also draining dog like you have to be really about it and with ricky and his mind he is more of i want to influence i want to take people from one thing to another so sitting down on the pc trying to figure out a different sound and rather for him a melody comes he goes to her cut the lights yo herc i have this melody uh but but i know somebody oh taylor i see you comes taylor there's a song it's like wait a minute what it is what's up takes that melody chops it up makes it and then you know like that creative level that as an artist and i think that's a problem i have with casper and 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 ali keys that casper needs to step away from ali keys for a minute yeah. he needs to step away from him and just like find another person who can open a certain a certain element of his creativity because when you're with one person too much too much your creative level does not reach that point and you can also hear it when the music starts coming out but you know creative levels for artists they can think of a melody but creating that melody becomes a different thing because you need a person who is actually about that shit you know that's why rough is there for mt if mt i'm like yo i heard this melody go like this i can be like ah i feel you make something is this the one no it's not okay make something is this the one yeah that's the one and then it becomes a hit well it's with the that's rough still work with mt though yeah very much he he did all these latest songs that dropped dog he did your has a work like kasha um but, wave but is like dog <laughs> <laughs> like everything Yo. else that you mentioned i don't really fuck with to be honest but but Kasha is like, i think I, I think i think you know with with your hasselberg and wave and um, actually the wave is is cool but like Kasha, nigga like Kasha is a thing is they, they they're also <laughs> they, they're also on the same yeah. wavelength because it's, it's produced by one person right but I think yeah. with Joe Hasselberg is like I just want to tell you about my struggles, just like Itemba. Dog, if you listen to Itemba, Nessie was speaking about it's like yo, the one thing I love about MT is that his creativity comes from his struggles. He's not talking about uh, the moon came down and stars align and Egypt is with the pyramids. No, <laughs> he's gonna tell you from within that face. I was struggling, dog. I was my selling. battery is about to die, nigga. Like one percent. I. That's I've been telling you, man. <laughs> Shit, like, like it's literally going to switch off. Ah, uh, let's wrap it up. We'll Shout out Brantley. Shout out Brantley for hosting this. You know, a lot can be said, but shout out to you guys for also listening up until this point. Yo, close it up, sir. Close it up. I will, I will, I will call you again, bro. And then, like, we'll, anyway, shout out to everybody. We'll just we done. We done. Follow Brantley wherever the virtual <laughs> podcast wherever we are done i'm not cutting anything we are done <laughs>